The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome in the sound off. Had a little fun there. When Keith is gone, we uh, play the piano. Did you know I could uh, tickle the keys like that? I did not know that. You're very good. You keep the uh, keep the crowd entertained out there in the in the hallway. Yeah, and uh, you could tell that video was shot several months ago because the <laughs> Iowa Energy logo was completely different than it is now. And I think I had a, a couple of winter coats hanging on the, on the, <laughs> on the chairs. Ever. We're, we're not going to talk about that. We do have a lot to talk about tonight. If you want to talk to us, 282-9010. Kind of a, we're in that, those summer months right now where there's just a, a whole mix of stuff going on. you got baseball. you got a little bit of uh, off-season football talk, the NBA draft. Obviously, the Iowa Cubs with Kyle Schwarber coming to town tomorrow. And uh, anything you want to talk about, give us a call. And this weekend was so fun because there was a ton going on in Des Moines. So whenever there's not sports stuff going on, you can at least hang out and... Uh you know, go to the Arts Fest, go to the Farmer's Market, just a ton going on in Des Moines. Mentioned Swarber, he is heading to Des Moines. The Cubs slugger will be in the iCubs lineup, we expect, tomorrow night. And Monte Morris was the only local player drafted in the NBA draft. Second round by the Denver Nuggets. Phone lines open, 282-9010. Call us to talk about anything. NBA Draft, Major League Baseball, Jordan Spieth shot today to win the PGA Tour Tournament. Barnstormers, the Xfinity race from last night at the Iowa Speedway. Were you there? How fun was it? Lines open. Let's sound off. Well, the NBA Draft came and went on Thursday, and of course, everyone wants to break down the winners and losers. The truth is, we don't really know. We're guessing whether we think Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball are worthy of the top two picks. But there is one team that left everyone shaking their head. Devils. Chicago traded all-star Jimmy Butler, who's in the prime of his career, to the Timberwolves for Zach Levine and Chris Dunn. The two teams also swapped first-round picks and doubles drafted Lowry Markinen, a seven-foot shooter out of Arizona. Now, maybe he's Dirk Nowitzki, or maybe he's Darko. I don't know. What I do know is the Bulls were robbed by Minnesota. Highway robbery, fleeced like a heist from Ocean's Eleven. Here's the problem. When you give up a top 15 player in the league, you expect to get something equal in return. How many Bulls fans feel good about next year? You excited for the future? Remember, this is a team that barely made the playoffs with Butler. Instead of building, the Bulls are tearing down and rebuilding, I think. And the problem isn't trading Butler, but rather the stubbornness of a front office demanding a fortune in return all season 
Then when they feel a little pressure to trade him on draft night, they fold like origami. But hey, at least they still have an aging 35-year-old Dwayne Wade that they'll owe $24 million to next season. The person this affects the most is Fred Hoiberg, who's entering year three as head coach. How long will they give Fred to get this turnaround going? As of now, Chicago is not a playoff team. And unfortunately, I think next year might be the end for Fred. It wouldn't surprise me if Chicago does a complete reboot, which includes getting rid of Gar Pax. Hex, some fans have already started a GoFundMe page in hopes of buying a billboard to call for the heads of Gar Foreman and John Paxson. Hoiberg was dealt a bad hand from the jump. No shooters, players that had trouble coexisting. Fred made his share of mistakes, but this team never matched his style of coaching. A few years ago, the Bulls were considered a real threat to LeBron. Contenders, one of the top coaching jobs in the NBA. Those days are long gone. It is a tough deal for Fred. I think sound off isn't the same when Keith Murphy isn't here. But it's also not a complete disaster, not yet, when Keith isn't here because of him. This week, Keith Murphy is in North Carolina accepting Iowa's Sports Broadcaster of the Year Award for the second time. You probably don't know that because Keith would never publicize it. Actually, he's probably sinking in his chair watching this right now. See, Keith is the ultimate mentor. He can criticize without being critical, share advice without coming off as pretentious, and after 20 plus years, he's still the hardest worker in the building. Keith was one of the first people Chris Hassel called after ESPN inexplicably fired him in April. Since then, you'll kind of notice Keith's tactful tweets and Facebook posts about Chris's brilliance. Still, no mention of his personal successes. And for those asking, Hassel's doing great. He's befriended a groundhog, taken up dog sitting, and has grown a mustache. My point is, the Keith you see here every Sunday is the same dude off the set. This award will probably find a small corner of a hidden shelf, but we see it every day. And notice it more when he's not here. Michael Admire clearly trying to get a raise when <laughs> Keith comes back in town. But no, everything you said there is great about Keith. He's, uh, he accepts awards basically on a weekly basis. And the great thing, or one of the many things that we love about Keith is he supports us more than he you know, publicizes the stuff that he does, which is a sign of a, a great leader. And we've learned from him. A lot of people have learned from him. And we're really happy for Keith. And enjoy your time in North Carolina. All right, enough for the love fest. <laughs> we've given him enough time. He gets enough airtime on this, this, this show. Let's go to some calls here. How about Jerry in Des Moines? Jerry, how you doing? You yeah. want to talk about the NBA draft? Uh, yeah, I have a question about uh, Given that the Warriors seem to have a super team right now and all the other NBA teams – are drafting and paying a lot more money for good players to match the Warriors' talent. Uh, I fear one day the NBA is going to go broke. What's your take? Well, I don't know the financial situations of the NBA, to be honest, but uh, everybody wants to be on the super team now. You know, Paul George wants out of Indiana. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin want out of want away from L.A. They want out of the Clippers, even though the Clippers – sort of tried to do the super team a couple years ago. You know, Oklahoma City had somewhat of a super team with Durant and Westbrook and Serge Ibaka back in the day. But the super team is the way that the, this league is going. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like watching it. I like watching it, but I don't know if it's great for the game because, I mean, 
I think you can pencil the Warriors into the finals next year, right? Yeah, you never B wanna... Barring injury, I mean, I think they're in the finals, and it's probably going to be against LeBron again. Yeah, you never want to know the end result before it gets there. You want to be surprised along the way. But one of the things about the NBA that we've seen over time is these super teams or these dominant streaks happen pretty often. You look at the Lakers and Celtics uh, during their stretches, the Bulls in the mid-'90s. This isn't something out of the norm. And the NBA has survived, and I think it will continue to. Yeah, and I think the uh, you mentioned the uh, – I'm, I'm excited for this Timberwolves team next year. I, ours, what, our both, Minnesota Timberwolves? Bo look, <laughs> growing up I, in the NBA, I was more of a player fan than I was a team fan. I, I, love, I love Jordan, so I like the Bulls. Uh, when Shaq was on the Magic, I liked the Magic, but I liked Shaq. And then I kind of liked the Lakers when he went to the Lakers. So I kind of like individual players. So I don't really have a team. So I'm, I'm kind of excited for this Timberwolves team. They get Jimmy Butler. And who knows, some of these big names might be coming down to Iowa to play for the Iowa Wolves. Well, you have Wiggins uh, yeah. and also Carl Anthony Towns on yeah, this Cap. team. So there are a lot of players that I assume fans will enjoy watching. And Deontay Burton signed a contract with the Minnesota Timberwolves, he could spend some time down in Iowa. We'd love to. If he makes the team, yeah, he could be with the Iowa Wolves. How about Jeff in Des Moines? Jeff, you want to talk about the Bulls. What's your take on this trade of uh, trading Jimmy Butler away, Jeff? You know what? I, I don't think that it's going to be that bad of a deal. I really think that uh, the Bulls are not what they are without Jordan, but I think that it's going to be a pretty good deal in the long run. I think I think uh, Hoiberg is getting a bad deal out of the whole thing. Yeah, d d Jeff, I mentioned I don't know if Hoiberg is going to last through next year. Do you do you see him sticking around after another year? And I, I'm assuming they're probably going to be you know out of the playoffs. Do you see him around after next year? Uh, let's let's see what happens next year. But again, he's getting kind of a bad rap. The Bulls haven't been very good for very long. Yeah, I think it's man. It's it's been a it's been a rough few years for Fred. I mean, obviously we want Fred to do is you know we we love Fred, but it's it's just been a rough few years. All right, let's go to lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges Brad Guzon, USA soccer goalie, looks like Greg Bruner, the former Hawkeye basketball player. Old Spice. That's a good one right there. I like that one. And little Mason Gish <laughs> from Algona looks like Terry Bradshaw. Old Spice. The flow. Oh, love it, love it, that hair. Sound off rolls on. More calls straight ahead as we try to finish this show. Like Deontay Burton thrown down against West Virginia. Give us a call. 282-9010 to sound off. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Iowa Eagle writes, Wolves fans should still be worried. They lack shooters, but super excited. Deontay Burton could be playing in Des Moines. The weather is looking pretty decent on Memorial Day. Don't cancel your outdoor plans. All right, good All right. advice. Thanks, Sad. Mm -hmm. uh, so, sports is up next. Com coming up. And um, where's Keith? What the crap, Peter? I thought you said I couldn't play defense. I said shooting is your strength. How about that defense right now? All right. No. Nope. No, sir. I liked it better when you were known for your shooting. No. 
Peter, locked down on that defense. Yeah, well, he's going to have to uh, lock down in New Orleans with the Pelicans now. Going to get a shot. Yeah, he's getting a shot, and because he's such a good shooter. Now, I mean, do you, do you think they saw that video and thought, all right, you know, he locked down a Iowa Sports Broadcaster of the Year? Yeah. I mean, if he can do that, he can. He can play with any. I mean, he can lock down anybody in the NBA. And the Pelicans, are they in the East? <laughs> I don't even know where the Pelicans. <laughs> Pelicans are in the West. They're in the West? Oh, yeah, so. They, I think. Well. But, but anyway, they, they didn't make the playoffs. They still have some solid pieces. They, they, you know, they have they, uh, Anthony Davis. But the thing is with, with Jock, he chose to go there uh, mainly because he feels like he's got a really good shot of making the team. They, they don't have a lot of you know, high-profile shooting guards on that team. Man, and good for Jock. I mean, he's turned his uh, – what an amazing story, what an amazing path to Des Moines. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of doubted out of high school with some of the knee injuries. Goes to Iowa, had some struggles in his – Freshman and sophomore year, and now he's playing for the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, I remember back when he was a freshman in high school. You know, they, they do all those rankings now. When he was a freshman in high school, he was the number one recruit in the country way back in the day. And then he had those, those two major knee injuries. All the schools backed off of him except Iowa and McCaffrey want, still wanted him to come there and obviously turned out to be a great story. Uh, but he's got a good shot with the Pelicans in the NBA. And we mentioned Deontay Burton. How cool would that be if he gets to come to Des Moines? Just, uh, yeah, kind of going back to the Big Four Classic, the grounds of the Big Four yeah. Classic. Yeah, he uh, kind of made s- some improvements late in the season, or I guess not so much improvements, but started making some noise just with his pure athleticism. Yeah. He's 6'4", mm, 6'3", six, six, so he doesn't have maybe the height to measure up to some of the NBA players, but his freakish ability to get to the rim, but then, oh, right yeah, there. that dunk right there is insane. You just got to watch this a couple times. But, man, uh, yeah. he seems like just the uh, the perfect type of D-League player, to just a, that energy guy just to throw down some dunks, get on the break, get out and run. Uh, he's, man, he'd be fun to watch if he were to able. He would have to make the Timberwolves first, and people need to understand this. Even though he was signed by the Timberwolves, he still needs to – to make the team and then be sent down to the D-League to be able to play for the Iowa Wolves, which would be really cool if it happened. But he, he still has a long way to go. It's not just because he signed a free agent deal for the Summer League ball doesn't mean he's automatically on the Iowa Wolves. And, you know, as you're saying this, you just said D-League. And remember I they forgot. switched it to the, the G League, League, the Gatorade right. League last the week? The G League. That's going to take some the, getting the, used to. The, the G League now, man. That's crazy. All right, up next, the most important who's in your five sound off has ever seen. Trust me on this. My most underrated candy. More calls. A couple lines open. 282-9010. Get them in now. Talk about anything. Lines open. Let's sound off. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Last week, I talked about Hawaii offering an 11-year-old a football scholarship. Well, this week, Nevada offered a 9-year-old. Tim writes, the NCAA needs to deal with this. It puts far too much pressure on the kids. They need to restrict offers until they are freshmen in high school at the very least. Second that. Crazy talk. All right, here we go. This is big. Who's in your five? We're getting into parade season, 4th of July coming up. So these are my top five most underrated candy. Underrated. Think underrated. Number five, Rolo. You ever had a Rolo? I have had a Rolo. These are really good. It's the caramel, the chocolate, all together. I saw on you know, one of those Facebook message or Facebook yeah. feeds where you can put the Rolo in a marshmallow. 
and you put it over an open fire, and it, that's your s'more. They're good. That's why they're number five on my list. Rolos yeah. are good. Number four, spree. You ever had a spree? I, I prefer the, the soft spree. I'm not a you, big hard chew, candy you, you fan. Go, Do you like the chew? Yeah, the chew kind. You go chewy spree. Yeah, yeah, chewy. I, I kind of like the hard ones. That you can kind of, they, they last a little longer, but the, they're, they're better than sweet tarts. They're better than a lot of the other hard candy. Sprees are underrated. You have the sweet tooth. I like the chocolate. Okay. So. All right. Number three. On to number three. Here's one. Haribo gummy cola bottles. You ever had these? Never heard of them. You've never heard of no. gummy cola bottles. You spend so much time in the candy aisle. Next time you're at the store, at the gas station, anybody out there, look next to the gummy bears hanging on that shelf. You'll see the Haribo gummy cola bottles. Get them. You won't be disappointed. Number two, this is a good one, Tootsie Roll. You can never go wrong with a Tootsie Roll. You know, they come small, they got the midgies, they got the long ones, they got the really long ones. You can't go wrong with Tootsie Roll, number two. And sometimes they second as Chris Hassel's chewing tobacco. <laughs> They're underrated. They're <laughs> number one, here's number one. Mamba. You ever had Mamba? Yeah, yes, but when I think of the Mamba, I just think of the roller coaster at Worlds of Fun in Kansas City. You know, the, the These drop. are underrated. Mm. Underrated. Better than Starburst, better than all that, but no one knows about them. They're, I love them. Get them at the gas station. All right. I take let's, your word. Let's hit a couple calls right now. Uh, Bill in Ames wants to talk some Cyclone football. Bill, what's your thoughts on Iowa State? we still got a couple months till the Ten season weeks starts. Until the first Saturday. Ten weeks, Bill, but what's your thoughts on the Cyclones? Well, um, even though Iowa State is, is in the bottom tier of the schedule, um, they are a difficult team to beat in the Big 12. How do you change that behavior of just getting beat for the last 15 years? Um, they are a hard team to, have, uh, to beat in the Big 12, but they just seem to... Uh, Keep that behavior of losing. How do you change that behavior? Thank you. Well, I can tell you Matt Campbell and the boys are working on it right now, and I think he has them moving in the right direction. Uh, and I and Keith, we both said on this show, I think it was last week or the week before, um, I've, I very much think they can get six wins this year. If I'm putting money on it, I'm probably sticking more five and seven final record, but I definitely believe Iowa State can get to six wins and get to a bowl game because they lost a couple games last year by a touchdown here, a touchdown there. They, 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 you get you get the Baylor blowout every once in a while where you get beat by forty, but very you know very more than often they are in games, and I think the big game for them this year is the non-conference Cyhawk game. If they win that, go three and zero in non-conference, that means they need three wins in the conference. You only go two and one in the non-conference, then you need four wins in the Big 12, and it's been a while since they've gotten four wins in the Big 12. Yeah, well, when Matt Campbell first took over the program, his number one goal was to change the culture at Iowa State, and it basically comes with breaking it down to its bare bones mm -hmm. and building it back up. You, you keep the guys that are going to change the culture, that have a positive impact, and then you get rid of the guys who are quote-unquote cancers to the program and Matt Campbell has done that but is what it what it's going to take is winning some of those close games they're gonna have to get over the hump taste a little bit of victory and like you said that Iowa Iowa State game is going to be a you know the first true test of the season recruiting is picked up and uh, again it's never too early to talk a little college football we're always ready for some football but uh, their offense is going to be tough with Jacob Park at the helm Alan Lazard uh, the question marks on the offensive line and probably the defense as well but up next Michael and I face off is Derek Carr worth the money and who plays in the NBA first Jock or Morris sound off live rolls on
You can always email the show, sound off at whotv.com. The NFL draft gets all the love, but for me, I love the NBA draft. It's over in one night, five minutes in between picks, big trades, drama. Give me the NBA draft over all other drafts. It's not close. That's from Isaac in Nevada. Time to ping pong some more topics. We call it face-off. John, it. the NBA draft was, wasn't the only draft this week. Nazmi Trulong was selected by the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> in the annual Globies draft. Good fit, right? Great fit. If Naz decides to pass on pro ball, he would be great with the Globetrotters. Great shooter, showman, great with fans, and he was drafted one spot ahead of Wonder Woman. So they must really like him. Hey, impressive. Iowa State's Monte Morris was a second-round selection by the Denver Nuggets in the real draft. Yeah. Iowa's Peter Jock not drafted, but signed by the Pelicans. Who plays first in the NBA? I'll say Jock, and before Cyclone fans go crazy, that doesn't mean I believe Pete is a better player than Monte, but when you look at the rosters, and I did for each team, Jock's is set up a little better for him to get minutes earlier. Morris is behind Emmanuel Moutier, Jameer Nelson, and Jamal Murray at point guard, whereas the Pelicans have just two shooting guards on their roster, Etwan Moore and Jordan Crawford. He might get some minutes. The Barnstormer season came to an end Saturday night against Sioux Falls, but Man, what a turnaround for Iowa. 13 wins, most in franchise history. Will we see an IFL title in the next five years? Oh, man, that's tough. Cedar Rapids won 12 games last year and just one this year, so things can change quickly. But I'll say yes, I like the direction. Keep Dixie Wooten around, and basically it boils down to finding a way to beat Sioux Falls. Barnstormers lost four games this year, three to Sioux Falls. Have to find a way to beat Goliath. Dixie might be my favorite personality in Des Moines. Love Dixie. He's awesome. Kyle Schwarber will be in Des Moines tomorrow when the I-Cubs open an eight-game homestand. How important is it for Schwarber to get this thing right? It's important. The Chicago Cubs have sputtered offensively out of the gates. They, they need power. Only one Cub is hitting over 300, John Jay. I expect larger than normal crowds this week at Principal Park in hopes of seeing some Schwarbombs. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr signed the richest contract in NFL history. Five years, $125 million. I'm a Chiefs fan, and <laughs> I like Derek Carr. Is that, can I say that? But uh, I don't think so. Is, it worth, is he worth this much? I like Carr. He seems very genuine, but he's not the best quarterback in the league. Give me Brady, Rodgers, Ryan, and Breeze over him any day, but like Carr, he's still good. Yeah, and when Carr got hurt, the Raiders tanked they were the terrible. rest of the yeah. season. Overrated, underrated. Overrated, making your bed. Uh, oh. You can't show it off to anybody. It's just going to get dirty that same night. I mean, that's yeah. way overrated. Underrated, actually making a bed. That's what I did this past week. I, I made a bed with some drawers. It's got some storage in there. It's really, It was really challenging and fun, and I can kind of show it off. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're doing, but... Uh... Cheezer, Ed, Scott, we got to bounce out of here. That'll do it for next week. Keith is back. We leave you with the sound off, send off. What's better than a gorilla dancing in a kid's pool? Have a good night. We'll see you next week.